I'm a little worried. This is a little arts and craft pain for everyone to hear. I started stitching something, and I think I'm going to run out of the thread, and I don't know what the color number is. Oh, no. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, bring my hoop to Joanne or something and, like, compare the colors. What part of the thing are you on? Like, what's the... Well, it's three, it's, it's, it's the, the problem is I happen to make this frog the biggest one and, Mm -hmm. um, I'm still on its torso and I still have to do all of its, like its arms and legs after the torso. I was going to say, if you need to do the legs, you could just, uh, and you don't want to color match, you could just give them some jorts or something. (laughs) That would be really funny. But then I don't have clothes on the other two. So that's like a little weird. That implies that they're naked. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just... Or that guy just found some shorts. (laughs) It's a real party, dude. (laughs) He just dresses up. It would match the general vibe I'm going for, but um, I think I'll just have to go compare colors. Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, Less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies and drinking if you want to. And today's episode is. Uh, my name is oh. Harish. I'm Sam. I'm Molly. And today we're talking about... Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yes, that. What were Wait. you going to say? <laughs> Sam just said Frankenstein, and I said, yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about specifically the 1931 edition. Frankenstein. So we decided this month we're doing a Frankenstein-based month. Woo! Um, do you, let's just pitch some names right now. Oh, I um, said Frankenwary. Frankenwary. Okay. Frankenwary. Love it. And we should add more syllables than we have to. Frankenwary. I don't know. And then, um, Febrenstein. <laughs> Febrenstein. Um, how about, uh, you're thinking about of the doctor you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Molly, what was yours, the Prometheus one? Oh, it's so stupid. It's modern Prometheuary. <laughs> you would think blending Frankenstein in February would not be that hard, but it, no, it just... No, Frankuary. Frankuary. That's like yeah. the cleanest one, but that's like, we shouldn't do that, right? That's, Franken month. <laughs> February's monster. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> I think I just did um, February's monster. It. No, uh, that's sure. not, it's not pun. It's not enough of a pun. Whatever. We'll figure it out. We always do eventually. It's going to be one of those, don't. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or we just or, will forget to name it. <laughs> or there's just no name and it's just Frankenstein Month. And it's Frankenstein Month. Woo! So we're starting with Frankenstein. It's the not titular what? Frankenstein. And actually, no I was just about to say the OG, but it is not no. the OG Frankenstein film. The original one no. was 1910. It's, it's like a, 10 minutes or something. Thomas Edison production. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. It's like on YouTube, like yeah. restored, but it, like it's it's like not the best. Wasn't you know, it a uh, they only have like, quote unquote like Nickelodeon? Isn't that like what? 
the what, I don't know. Medium oh, back when pictures used to cost a nickel. Yeah, uh, it might be too long to have been one of those. Um, it's like fun. The the story it's only ten minutes long, so it's really really condensed. But the um the monster in it is really silly looking, and <gasps> it's fun to watch. And the effects, I love that. minutes. The effects the effects that they do in it are actually like really cool. Like it, for like the context of when it was made and everything, it's really really awesome. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 1080p HD corrected restoration. Yeah, it's fun. I'd recommend it. I think it's um, yeah. Do you know what year that was? 1910. 1910. So yeah. Between anything, we should also watch that at some point and review it sometime (laughs) this month. It's kind of incredible. Um, seeing the difference between that and then like Nosferatu because there's only like a 12 year difference whenever you've seen yeah. that just to see how big Holy how shit. crazy filmmaking changed and then from nosferatu to this this was only nine years after yeah and like the ad- the uh, addition of like sound and everything oh the set design is oh, so good it's really good very um it's very you can tell that like german expressionism is like still like an inspiration here mm-hmm. um yeah. a lot of shadows a lot of big you know set stuff like obviously there was like a uh it's grown over time, but it looks really, really, really cool still. Right. Um, I think there's I so many just truly iconic images and shots from this. Ugh. Um, starring a bunch of people who are some of the people who are also in Dracula, also the Universal Pictures yeah. Dracula, um, including the guy who plays Fritz is Renfield in Dracula. Yeah, and, and the then doctor, what's doctor the doctor's Waldman. name? Doctor Waldman, and he is. Uh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, yeah. In Dracula. Yep. Pretty. And good. he also introduces the movie. Oh yeah. <gasps> and uh, not in Dracula, but like obviously the most iconic star in this is uh, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff, yeah. Which in the title sequence it credits everybody and it says the monster dot 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 question mark. Yeah. Which I love. But I think, like, obviously there was marketing, so people knew that Boris Karloff was in it, right? Uh, Maybe he was just a secret. They, like, probably, well, like, he's on the poster. Yeah, he was on the poster. I don't know. Do you think people would recognize that's Boris Karloff? I don't know. I don't know how famous he was before this. I think he was pretty well known. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about history. I don't either. (laughs) So, um... What's everyone's like experience and background with this? How like, you know, how many viewings? Well, yeah. This is only the second time I've seen the movie. Wow, I would not have thought. Um, the first time I watched it, I watched it. I took a horror movies class in college, and we were doing The Bride of Frankenstein, which is also James Whale. It's like the direct sequel to this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like the original wasn't on the syllabus, but she was like, you can watch it if you want to. It'll like give you cool context for this. And I was like, absolutely. Cause <laughs> it's one of the only classes I actually cared about. Mm-hmm. It was a great class. Um, so I watched it cause it's like a tight hour. I was like, all right, sounds good. And I really liked it. But before I like a couple years before even that I had read the book and I, I really liked the book. Was it a high school English no. class? Really? No, I read it on my own. I got it and I read it. I read it um, after. This is so bizarre. This is such like a weird time placement. I got it after the whole fish debacle. 
Fish? Really? Like the, uh, kind of the month. Uh, I, it was the month after I had that whole fish yeah. situation. Wow. Had a lot of thinking about life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Stop. <laughs> um, so you've seen it more times, though, right? No, just twice. Or just the one. This is only the second time. Oh, okay. I've seen it um a, a few times i think like at least twice before um and like one time we had it in the background like while we were playing um board games oh yeah i forgot time. about that yeah um have you and you haven't you admit it you admitted you said that you haven't you read the book <laughs> did you admit to I have not reading not read the, the book, book. <laughs> fake I've read like adaptations of it, but not the book. I've read the Junji Ito. I was gonna recommend that because oh actually, God. actually having read that, you you know the story of the book because that's a really faithful adaptation. Like it's really really good. I would recommend. Yeah, uh, we can get into that at the end, but that was on my list. Um, I first read Frankings Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> I first read Frankenstein when I was in high school, when I was like a sophomore. It was one of our assigned readings, and um, I immediately was like, "Oh yeah!" Like I barely understood what I was reading, but I was like, "I know, like this is it." And mm-hmm. um, but I didn't watch the movie until I took a horror monster movie class that was just all about like what monsters represent and everything like that. And we had a unit on Frankenstein, and so I watched it for that and. I've probably seen this like how many times did you say you, like a handful twice before. Oh, twice. I've seen it more than that. I've seen yeah, it a handful of times. You've d- probably seen it more than me. Of course. Um, I really like it so much that I have a Boris Karloff tattoo on my arm. Frankenstein tattoo. For a Frankenstein tattoo. A Universal Pictures copyrighted <laughs> Frankenstein <laughs> tattoo. What are they going to do? Um and uh I've also read the book like a lot and I love talking about like the differences and like all the themes and stuff. It's one of my yeah. favorite topics. I'm going to try not to be annoying during this. <laughs> no, I'm so please. sorry. Yeah. I don't no, know. Like, I feel like do I just, it. I feel like I would bore people with as much as I No, no that's no, no, the no, point no. of having a podcast. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I'll, 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 we'll see what comes out. Um, should we start with the Letterboxd yeah. reviews? Our yeah. letterbox segment where Molly reads some letterbox reviews to us and we try to guess how much that person rated um, the movie. All right. So um, right off the bat, I can fix him. <laughs> Four. Four. Five. His abnormal mind. <laughs> Only real 1930s kids will remember this. Uh, <laughs> um, four and a half. Four. Three and a half. Oh. I just wanted to give the monster a hug. Um, um, three and a half. Four. Four stars. Nice job, yeah. Sam. I don't think he likes fire, you guys. <laughs> uh, three and a half. Three. Four stars. James Whale's unparalleled gay mind. <laughs> four and a half. Uh, four. Oh no, you cut out. Oh, I'm. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, all I can say is gay 
five. Four and a half. What was the half. last one? What was the last rating? The one before? Do you know? Oh, um, four and a half. Okay. Four and a half. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Continuing um, the list of movies we've done that have reviews related to A Star is Born. <laughs> this has a lower rating than A Star is Born. Y'all are fucking up. Oh, wow. Uh, five? five? Yeah, five stars. Yeah. Um, the content warning before the movie was cute. Imagine showing something like hereditary to people in the 1930s. Their little <laughs> hearts would burst. Um, uh, four? Three. Four and a half. This is the only reason I forgive Universal for the Minions movie. <laughs> uh, five? five? Yeah, five stars. Nice job, guys. I would love to help someone exhume a body from a grave and, like, steal a brain. That sounds like a great date. <laughs> Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Three and a half. Damn. Nice job. Oh, to come across a brain in a jar labeled normal. Once I had that in my noggin, it'd be over for you bitches. Um. Uh, four. Four and a half. Two and a half. Damn. Wow. I know. This is the one that made me laugh really hard. It's like, it's dumb. Frankenstein invented a new type of person to get mad at. <laughs> uh, four. four. Three and a half. Oof. Frankenstein's monster is kind of hot, and I should be allowed to say that. <laughs> you should. Um, Five. Uh, four. Four stars. Nice job. Nice. All right, and last one. As a Kevin Smith fan in today's society, I relate to the monster. <laughs> Was that you, Harish? No. Um. Um, four? Four and a half? It's four. Nice job, guys. Oh my That's God. all I got for you. Jesus. That was a good one. That was my favorite one. Oh, good that was so stuff. fucking funny. Um, yeah, should we just get into the plot? Yeah. Yeah. This movie's like an hour ten, which is it's awesome. Short. Tight film, man. Yeah. And I think my favorite thing about it being an hour ten is they had limited time, so obviously they're gonna like cut down the content of the book, you know, make mm-hmm. it a tight story and everything. But they cut down almost all of the book and replaced yeah. it with some silly little things. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's like stretched out to an hour ten. Yeah. It like could be like fifty minutes, I think. <laughs> There's some filler in it. And you know, they I understand not wanting to be loyal to the book because some of it would be quite complex to do, but yeah. um and obviously they had a sequel to add some content to. <laughs> But, like, most of it is just made up and really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. (laughs) And I like, I think the funniest thing about it is um, that they kind of, in how they added everything, changed the moral of it. And then we're still, like, monsters punish. Yeah. Because he's very bad. Yeah. It's weird. They, like, very clearly wanted to make it, like, a monster-driven horror movie. But the book is so, so clear in, like, how it's about, like, ethos and humanity. Yeah. And, like, all of that shit. But the movie's like, no. Scary. Yeah. (laughs) 
And you know what? They did make him scary. I, I said, like, if I was a kid in the 30s, like, some of these shots would haunt me. Yeah. Like, I would be terrified. The iconic Frankenstein we've all seen. Replicated uh, a billion times. Yeah. The iconic Universal Pictures copyrighted Frankenstein. <laughs> um, who is green because uh, they had to, like, paint his face green. Um, to get the, the color camera. on the black and white to look pale. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I think it was like grayish green or something. And uh, that's so interesting. I I looked it up, and I don't know if it's. Uh, I I just found like random articles on weird websites, but um, I think it was like the promotional materials had his face painted green, and that's how he got the he iconic. Got it. And just, also, like late, wow. later on when they had like color um pictures or something i don't mm. know because in this it's, it's black and white because it's only the 30s but it looks phenomenal man he looks great oh he's awesome in it and truly like that's what everyone thinks when they think about frankenstein mm-hmm. it's incorrect but it's valid i mean yeah. that's the tattoo i have i didn't want to get some ugly ass zombie looking thing with its skin falling off tattooed on me yeah what He's, really? he's nasty looking in the book, man. His I, like stitches are like like his uh, muscles and stuff. You can see him a little bit. He's yellow. He's, yeah, yellow. He's got black long hair, and his um his eyes are like super white and like unsettling and stuff. And he's like eight feet tall. Yeah, he's like yeah. gnarly looking. This Ugh. guy's tall, and he has Mesh. bolts in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Which. Absolutely great. Honestly, I love that they thought about it and they're like, okay, he comes to life by lightning. So like, how are we going to like drive that through him, but still make it look, you know, yeah. chic. Yeah. He does look chic. And that all black outfit is Ugh. such a fucking look. Literally yeah. like, suede from head to toe. <gasps> oh, iconic. He's got the little capri going on. Showing yeah. some ankle. Bit scandalous. Yeah. A craft little pant moment with a little suit jacket. Just love that for him. Absolutely love it. He was like doing 1990s Berlin before 1990s Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking he at him. The vision. <laughs> Again, this it's set in Germany. He was just yeah, ahead of the times. It is Germany, 1930s. It's set in Germany, but everyone talks. Uh, what is it? Little transatlantic Atlantic isn't isn't that the kind accent? Yes, yeah, some of them Slightly are like British. more British. Some of them are like transatlantic. Doctor Waldman um, is I don't Transylvanian? know Transylvanian. I don't know. Yeah, he's like they said the you same can do whatever you want. Accent. Yeah, just sound vaguely European. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's 1930s, so it's the 30 year cycle. There's a 30 year cycle, so that's how. You know, he got the fashion of the 1990s. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. wow. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's coming back this decade. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the 90s are back. Years. Yep, 90s are back. That's why, I mean, Love Molly, that. you were saying just wait till you get the look. Like, there's only so many months to go until we all start dressing like that. I got some new, I think, I think I'm at a turning point appear like a st- i don't know i'm at a 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 oh my god <laughs> 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 oh 
Oh my! Can you clip that so I can just have that? No. <laughs> that was like fucking Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, phenomenal. You're out of what? <laughs> out of that. I'm done. I'm not gonna finish that sentence. I don't think it was going anywhere. <laughs> So, so as mentioned in the letterbox reviews, this movie opens with a trigger warning or a content warning. <laughs> um, this guy, it's like a stage with a curtain and a guy walks out. It's the guy who plays the doctor, the professor, Dr. Waldman, um, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Van Helsing from Dracula. And he's like um carl lemel or whatever uh who's the, produ- the, pro- the producer. producer um he uh wants to warn you guys it's like a truly horrifying film that you're gonna watch so get ready for that um and then wait it's all here okay how do you do mr carl lemel feels it would be a little unkind to present this picture without just a word of friendly warning we are about to unfold the story of frankenstein a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon god it is one of the strangest tales ever told it deals with the two great mysteries of creation life and death i think it will thrill you it may shock you it may even horrify you so if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain now you're now's your chance to uh well we warned you. <laughs> yeah. And then it began. It's so good. More movies should do that. Yeah. Yo, think about like how cool would it be? Like not even joking for like an Ari Aster movie to open with like some shit like that. Yeah. And it's like honest to God, the most horrifying thing you've ever seen. I think that would be so sick. That would be like, honestly, it'd be pretty baller to like, cause you know, I think it was pretty bold of them to do it for this movie. And so to have a movie come out now and start with that and you're going to like, that's really like, I don't know, it's referential, but it's also like, I'm about to scare the shit out of you. I'm, I'm telling you now, like being confident in yourself, basically. I think there's like psycho, um, isn't there like an, uh, like, Alfred Hitchcock introduces the movie at the beginning. That feels right. Actually, Maybe some versions of it. I don't know. That's really cool. It's though. Because I've definitely seen one where um, it's Alfred Hitchcock walking around the set and then, like, introducing the movie. But that might have been, like, a trailer or something. Baller move. (laughs) Um, He's iconic. But, yeah, so the movie starts and we're at a graveyard and there's a funeral happening. It looks really cool. Set design in this movie fucking goes off this yeah. this scene also specifically oh god i love the graveyard and like it's really good yeah and the like lighting is so good with the shadows and everything so oh. great you know it's such a great white. like translation of um like sam was saying the german expressionist mm-hmm. aesthetic into mm-hmm. like a new era oh yeah for I sure i think the like sky lighting is very nice like yeah it's dark but like there's still some brightness to it i don't know it's just like i wish modern movies would take a fucking note yeah (laughs) yeah um and we see henry frankenstein they've changed his name Um, but named his best friend victor to make it real confusing which is so stupid yeah very stupid 
Um, and his assistant is named Fritz and not Igor. Which makes also me wonder, stupid. where did Igor come from? I don't know. Was it just later iterations? They yeah. named the sidekick Igor and people just like that name more? I don't know. Maybe. I don't just know. Curious. What's the sidekick's name in the book? There is no sidekick in the book. It's just for Victor. I don't um, remember that. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe Igor is a uh, young Frankenstein. Oh, maybe. We should do that one. I know that's up. not really a horror, but God, that's a good movie. Ooh, but we can because we've done what we do in the shadows. That's true. Yeah. And it's can. our podcast and we can do whatever we want. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. And iconic. we can say whatever the hell we want. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> um, that also is kind of a sequel to this. It kind of is, yeah. Oh, wait. Um, in Young Frankenstein, uh, the guy's name is Igor, but he pronounces it Igor. Oh. And he, like, corrects them on it. So Igor was already established then. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so they're going to steal a body. Um, the funeral As happens. It's pretty cool. Um, they leave and then they, like, dig up the body and um, they take it, but the neck is broken so they can't use the brain or something like that. Um, so he needs a, a brain. Um, so. Cut to, um, there's like a university lecture and Dr. Waldman is teaching the class and he shows two, he has two brains. He's in doing phrenology. Gla- in glasses in front of him. And one of them is like, uh, he, an abnormal criminal brain and one of them is a normal brain and he's like uh basically he's talking about how the features of the abnormal brain are what caused the criminal to have to be a criminal to be a criminal um yeah i don't know probably pseudoscience it's just such a silly thing to add in like yeah to make it like you could just be like a brain that's been dead is obviously not going to be a perfect brain at first but no they were like we can't explain why the monster's a monster (laughs) yeah yeah um so after the class go ahead sorry go ahead i wonder how much of that is like an audience um difference in like how like narrative works oh yeah because now it's all about like you have to show your audience stuff like don't tell them but like back in the day when like film was just happening i'm sure you had to like spell stuff out for people imagination wasn't quite there yet yeah Yeah. also sometimes maybe people can't read (laughs) and they can't see that it says that could be (laughs) abnormal brain i don't know (laughs) well no it's just the idea of needing an abnormal brain is silly to me yeah um, well, he he tries to. So the class ends. Everyone leaves, um, and Fritz breaks in and tries to. He grabs the, the normal, normal brain, brain. Um, and he starts to walk away. And then like, there's like a, there's a loud sound. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, uh, um, I don't know. It's just like a bell, a loud bell, like a gong, basically. Mm-hmm. I think. And it startles him, and he drops the vase for the normal brain, and it shatters, and the brain drops on the floor. Yeah. So he grabs the abnormal brain and runs out. The abnormal criminal brain. Um, and and also, he doesn't tell Frankenstein that he did. There's some uh, there's some funny moments with the skeleton that's like bouncing on. <laughs> it startles him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so 
we also see um uh henry's fiance uh elizabeth and she's talking to his friend victor um and she's worried about him because like he gave her a note or something i don't know i don't remember he's getting like too dedicated to his work and it's scaring her because like they're supposed to get married and And she wants to marry him already she sure is like freaking guy dying for it what's he doing um so they go and talk to the professor professor waldman and he's like yo a brain was stolen um uh i don't his research is like intense or something i don't know um but they decide to go find him yeah they they decide to go talk to henry and like convince him to to not to just calm down a little you know and be more normal about his work (laughs) so um we cut to the lab uh, the great well-designed the lab the iconic like the the science lab lab with a bunch of just like random shit in the background like orbs galore (laughs) yeah yeah it's really really good um and the body is strapped to the table um and they're getting ready they're like doing some surgery or something and uh there's a storm uh uh and they talk about like the electricity um or something like that it's um fritz and uh henry and there's some knocking on the door uh and they go and answer it and it's like all their loved ones (laughs) (laughs) literally everybody it's uh the doctor, Elizabeth, the Baron, um, Victor. No, no, I don't no. Think the Baron's, Baron's not there. there. His best friend Victor and, and Elizabeth, Doctor Waldman, and uh, they go, and then they're like, "What are you doing, dude?" And he shows them the the body, and he's like, "I'm gonna bring this to life because I'm a mad scientist." And uh, then he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, at one, Doctor Waldman's like, he says something about like. Uh, you can't bring something back to life and uh frankenstein is like oh it's it's this body has never lived because he like took pieces of different bodies and put them together yeah so he says you can't bring this back from the dead and he said bring it back from the dead it's never lived which just isn't right like technically all those parts have lived i guess just not together um he has this cool line where he like looks at them and he's like one man crazy three very sane spectators um (laughs) and yeah so you know he's pretty crazy like um he's pretty into this he's yeah a bit um obsessed i'd say uh so they like raise the body he's like i'll show you um they raise the body up to like the roof and it gets struck by lightning and then they bring it back down and then the hand is moving and he does the <laughs> he looks at it and then he says he does the it's alive like the like very famous absolutely yeah. iconic screaming at the top of his lungs it's alive it's alive he says it like seven times um absolute acting man yeah, just yeah. phenomenal he's at the top of the world he's he's like ah finally i know what being a god feels like or something like that which is crazy yeah. because of the differences between this and the book how this scene goes like yeah. when he makes 
uh, the monster in the book, he's like, he's horrified. Yeah, yeah. he does. He's not like, like proud. He becomes like horrified by his achievement. It's like very much the um. Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created? Depression. He's not like I am God, but also he yeah. is a little bit I am God before he oh, yeah. makes oh, the yeah. monster. But yeah. then like he sees not it after. just depression. Like he's like very upset immediately. He goes from I am a god to oh there's no god. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> very quickly. It's over. <laughs> but um but I love that difference, how they yeah. did it in the movie. Like, obviously, I prefer the themes and the lesson of the book because this one doesn't really have a good one. But, like, this Frankenstein, like, he is, like, a movie character, man, you know? Like, I don't think this... I don't think a moody, like, melodramatic type of film would have done as well. Like, this is just, like, full of, like, iconic little, like, yeah. heights of emotion. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah um it's great this guy's acting is great and um the monster's acting is also great yes oh my god um, so believable on my <laughs> so we get a scene with the baron where they're talking to the baron who's uh henry's dad and uh he's like a baron and he's rich and he's like what the fuck is my son doing <laughs> waste spending all of his time in that old like ruined windmill um obsessed like honestly yeah he's probably cheating on you Um, (laughs) that's literally what he um, he tells her point blank yeah he's probably got another woman um not quite yeah no Um, not yet (laughs) uh the burgermaster comes to visit i don't know whatever um so Frankenstein, Henry is talking to Dr. Waldman about uh, how great his research is. And he's like, haven't you ever wondered, like, the mysteries of life? And he he talks about how it's important for him to, like, solve one of those, whatever. Um, And he wants to experiment further um, uh, because uh, um. Uh, the monster is just a few days old um, and he wants to experiment further and see if the brain develops this is when he a baby. he thought he had a normal brain but then uh, the um, Dr. Waldman mentions that the criminal brain was the one that was stolen so <laughs> so oh no oh no but <laughs> uh, Henry's like whatever I don't care um, uh, they bring in the monster uh well, I don't think he's a monster, so I'm gonna call him Frank. <laughs> they bring in Frank. Frankie, uh, Frankie. Yeah, and Frank walks in, and then uh, Henry's like, "Sit," and he sits, and he's like, "Oh, it understands." Um, and uh, they open up the skylight, and Frank like looks up at the light and like reaches towards it, um, and they close Which- it. I love watching that, by the way. It's just like such a like hit Boris Karloff, like really, even though the script just doesn't do a great job humanizing the character. I think Boris is acting just like a very, very good job humanizing Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. He's like very childlike. Yeah. 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 So innocent and sweet, but like scared. And also like he is not used to using his body. Um, like he moves has very stiff movements and like can't really like 
is like trying hard to balance you know yeah um it's very cool and also like very creepy if you watch this as like a child um as you mentioned yeah uh, just the way he like like the same kind of like feeling as like someone from it follows kind of God, oh yeah wait, you're okay. so right that's yeah. a really good comparison like his, his it's his wrists i don't know if you noticed but like when he's like standing up straight he doesn't do like the thing that what everyone thinks of with him but like or he does at that one part he but like he can't do that for the oh my god <laughs> shut up <laughs> he does like the straight out arm thing like a little bit but then for the most part when he's like standing he has his wrists like bent, but he like his arms are straight down, but his wrists are always in like very unnatural positions. And mm. I like to watch the way he moves his hands. It's very cool. Yeah. And Frankenstein's monster also has its right ear pierced. I was gonna say he just sounds a little fruity, but whatever. Um, so Fritz is torturing <laughs> this guy. Uh he is like whipping him, I guess and yeah it's uh, fucked up fritz i don't know what his deal is but he's a little very weird yeah yeah it it also like we haven't seen fritz acting like violently you know yeah um but yeah he's just decided to torture this guy um and like gets like a torch and like shows it to him and frank is afraid of fire um because it's scary as shit to have a torch thrown in your face. Yeah, so he yeah. kills Fritz. Nobody wants that. Right. <laughs> so he kills Fritz. Yep. And, and it looks in like a very horrific way. Like you don't see it, but it's like in the background. His body's like dangling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guys, the doctors come in and they're like, oh shit. And they run out, lock lock the door. And he... Uh, um, <laughs> he... Uh, like is banging on the door and trying to break it down um and they go upstairs and uh they like also um yeah they go upstairs and then he breaks down the door and like they chase after he chases after them and they like try to fight him but um the uh dr waldman knocks him out with like an injection um and then he gets knocked out and someone's knocking on the door they open the door um and it's uh uh the baron and elizabeth and elizabeth and also isn't wait victor's already there no no i don't know what victor shows up somehow disappears it's like a who's who (laughs) um yeah i don't know i don't know why what happens with victor um but uh like uh the doctor dr waldman takes um the frank downstairs to the lab and he uh like so half the movie from this point on is like them doing the wedding preparations and there's all yeah. these celebrations they just like um, completely are like oh the monster's handled we're yeah, moving we're on done with, with life this monster. we can finally get married my research is done um and they're going getting ready like all the servants are getting drunk the whole town uh, the baron's providing be- beer for everyone the whole town's everyone's dancing, having a great time having a great time meanwhile um dr waldman is doing some study and he like writes in his notebook about how the monster's building tolerance um to the tranquilizers um and he has to inject more and more each time 
and then he goes to like do some surgery or something and we see uh frank's eyes flutter open <gasps> and awake. his hand raises up right behind dr waldman and then like grabs his neck and then chokes him out chokes him out <laughs> Cut back arguably to- self-defense yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah for sure there are a few times where I believe the monster is like in the wrong here. The guy comes to life and then gets tortured. Yeah. He didn't ask for this shit. Tortured and operated on. Come on. Even in his worst moments, I'm like, yeah, he's pretty valid. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Um so he escapes and then he uh um we see this farmer leaving home. And his daughter is like she's got a little kitten. Yeah, she. Oh my um, god! I don't know. She wants the dad to play with her or something. Yeah. And he's too busy, and he leaves. Um, and uh, she goes down by the lake and starts playing with some flowers and her little cat. And Frank comes in through like the bushes <laughs> and he sees the kid. And she's not scared of him at all. She's like, hey, let's hang out. She looks at him and she's like shocked a little bit, but then she like makes friends with him. She gives him some flowers and throws, like shows him, she throws a flower and it floats. Making um, little boats with the petals. Yeah, and they have some fun and he, he's having fun. And then he like runs out of flowers. And he's like, oh, what am I going to am I gonna throw now? And then he sees the girl in front of him and grabs her. And then like she's like, no, you're hurting me. And then she gets thrown into the lake. And um, just like doesn't understand. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't understand. Um, yeah, and he... And she drowns. <laughs> manslaughters this girl. <laughs> um, and she drowns. So he freaks out and he runs away. Yeah uh now we're back to the wedding and um elizabeth comes to henry and she's like hey we need to talk um and then there's this cool like uh thing where they like go through they go into the hallway and they go into the next room and then like the camera like follows them like through the walls it looks really cool it's a cool little effect probably Um, was a lot of work to achieve too yeah they go into uh elizabeth's room and uh she like she's basically like has a lot of anxiety about um the monster she just feels like um she's worried about uh like it's gonna come she's worried about it's gonna ruin their happiness yeah something wrong is gonna happen and um henry's like don't worry we're just waiting for dr waldman and then um we'll get this wedding on um and then someone runs in and is like dr waltman's dead he's been murdered and also your your dude has been terrorizing the mountainside it's really dramatic okay so like outside there's this huge wedding celebration going on the whole town's losing their goddamn minds out there yeah and um this man whose daughter died slowly is like walking through the streets holding his dead daughter yeah like the drama of it all and so like the townsfolk as he's passing them like slow down their dancing and like their jaws are dropping and so they start following him to find out what's going on and by the time they get to frankenstein's house they're like 
a mob basically and they're yelling mm-hmm. but i don't even think they have the context of what's going on because then he like yells it and announces it because he's quiet the whole walk everyone's just like oh my god dead girl yeah but anyways it's dramatic as hell um and then they hear like a groan um because the uh frank is like here in the house um and they're like looking for him and then you go to uh we're in uh, elizabeth's bedroom or something and she's there and then frank climbs in through the window and follows her and she does not notice um <laughs> and then he like groans and then she turns around and screams um and then he, and then he like gro- groans in response <laughs> <laughs> the groan is so good. It's really good. She's like, ah. it's funny. She's like, ah, and then he's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, and then uh, she gets knocked out, and they like break into the room, and then he has escaped. So now the town like forms an angry mob, and they go like they grab a bunch of torches into the mountains head into the mountains they split up and search for him eventually henry finds him and um they fight and like uh frank knocks henry out and they head to the windmill yeah and he like grabs henry and takes him to the windmill and the mob like sees them also like um the set design is great in this but there's some parts where like in the background you can tell that it's like a uh like painting on fabric is it like wrinkled a little bit it's wrinkled a little bit like in a in just like rippled like it's hanging um it's just not Mm -hmm. like stretched taut so there's some um scenes where you can see that it's it's funny um but yeah but it looks great (laughs) um and so they're they're all chasing him they go to the windmill um and uh he like climbs up and like there the he locks the door so they're like trying to break in as he climbs to the windmill and um he like lays henry down and then like henry wakes up and tries to escape but then they fight and they go uh into like the balcony of the windmill and the town sees him and they're like ah there he is get him yeah get him um and he throws he throws henry down it is comical watching that body <laughs> mm-hmm. drop like and then it smacks into the windmill he lands and the, on... sam pointed out the only way that this movie could be approved really and it's like it, he hits the windmill but it's going in the direction of like his body drops immediately but if the windmill had been going the other way he would have just kept flopping down yeah and it would have been fucking hilarious i wish they would have gone for it, it yeah he like is on the blade of the windmill um and then drops down um and then but he survives uh and they like look at him and they're like frankenstein uh are you okay i don't know they they say something um and they like pick him up and like take him away and then everyone's like burn the mill burn the mill and they burn the mill um and the flames come up and Frank is like in there and he's scared it's and so he's running sad. around and like shouting and yeah, um, it's really sad. And then the windmill just burns and then <laughs> cut to the Baron um, 
get some servants to bring him champagne and he's like yeah i'm glad my son is gonna continue my uh, lineage here's, here's to, to the, the house, house of frankenstein, frankenstein. <laughs> yep the end which is like i first every time i watch it i always think that it ends on the flames yeah and i'm always like oh sad ending That's and then i'm like oh end. yeah there's more to it and then it's that like, yeah what? it's stupid Oh, I don't agree. Really? Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. Like the quote stuff's important. Um, yeah. And that class I took, like, there's the whole meaning behind it. Like Frankenstein's monster is like the son of Frankenstein. Um, as well. So there's that like kind of duality. Yeah. And how in Bride of Frankenstein, it's all about doubling. Like the bride is the double for Elizabeth. Um. Frankenstein's monster is his own double of like Frankenstein himself. Huh. Um, I'm gonna. I'll send you the PDF. Actually, there's a great article that yeah, I'm gonna I recommend at the end. That. Yeah. It but... talks about like it's specifically for Bride of Frankenstein, but it translates over to this one pretty well. Um, like the gender, race, and sexuality, like politics of Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein. Um, and that's what we talked about in my class. And so. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. There's a lot to look at, like a lot to unpack for like these adaptations in particular. Yeah. So um, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? I don't know. We, I mean, we can start rolling into segments. I think we've been talking about it for a Was while. Was there any like just random trivia or whatever that you wanted to talk about that you know? Uh, I would have probably brought it up like okay. during the conversation. I mean, I could talk about the vast differences between this and the book, but I'm actually, I don't want to get too far into that because we're going to do so many adaptations that I kind of just want to naturally bring up the comparisons to the book as they come and not just like lecture about the original text. You know, I'm trying not to fall into that trap. Yeah. I think it's so interesting about um, like masculinity. Oh, yeah. In this film. Well, and then um, you you brought up the the whole thing with the director also that time. Yeah, the director was openly gay, and um, a lot of that comes across in this movie. How like men are coded, and then specifically in the second movie, there's a queer character, like a character written as like extremely queer coded. I keep saying the second movie in Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, there's an explicitly queer coded character, but um, the second movie he got all this money from this movie. And he put a lot of it into doing Bride of Frankenstein, which like did not go over as well because he chose to do it very, very campy. Yeah. And I love Bride of Frankenstein. Me I think too. it's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's so random. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is. It's not it's this one is a, like a definitely a more serious take, but like Yeah. I think it's like so interesting. Like using um yeah, being able to kind of like go off from this like huge success to be like, all right, I'm gonna do the campy one that I want to do. Yeah. yeah, that's valid. Um, <clears throat> should uh, we should, do segments? Yeah, should we just do segments? What would you do? What would you do? Um, I would definitely not create a monster i wouldn't be here in this situation at all would not i do not have the ambition to try to create life could not care less about that (laughs) um uh you know 
I'd just be chilling. <laughs> Probably I wouldn't even chase after the monster in a mob. I'd just be at home chilling. <laughs> That's basically how the book goes. <laughs> would you would you okay, say you did create the monster for some fucking reason. Yeah. Um, would you take care of it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I wouldn't torture it. <laughs> I would be much more kind to it. But honestly, like because this this monster's kind of a cutie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I don't know I don't think I'd be as scared of it yeah I would be so stressed out I cannot handle the responsibility of another life form yeah um, oh absolutely not. so on that end I don't think I could take care of it very well I think if I had to I'd be fine yeah I wouldn't turn him away because he's like ugly because I do think he's a, he's an adorable little sweetie yeah yeah he's but yeah, this is just one of those like couldn't be me situations. Like, sorry. He means well, um, and you know he had a bad childhood. His two days of of life were, <laughs> were just really like rough. really really rough. Yeah. Poor um, guy. I would want to give him a better life, like for real. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's not his fault, but that's the whole moral of the story. I hope most people catch. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it couldn't be me. I guess no, this movie's cool. a lot like Fight Club. <laughs> this was like the Fight Club of um, the 1930s in the lesson that people took away from it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm right. Uh, what is our next thing with the acting awards? Acting awards? Um, Who wants yeah. to do the speech? So on this podcast... We like to give out an acting award. There are three different tiers. There is the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. That's what we give to an actor in a good movie. They did a really good job. We want to recognize, you know, a shining star. Uh, we have the Mishioker Award. Um, you know, the movie's all right. It's kind of mid, like mid-tier. Um, but you still want to recognize an actor's, you know, work that they put in to deliver a good performance. There is also um, the Jensen accolade for you tried your best in a shitty movie. That is for movies that are kind of really bad, but we still want to recognize a performance by a specific actor. Um, Unfortunately, if you know the reference that our award titles come from, you should probably sort out some things internally. (laughs) Did you hear a prequel got greenlit? I'm gonna kill myself. The, I'm the gonna one, watch the whole thing. The one that the drama between Jensen and Jared was about. That people yeah. got greenlit, so it's happening. But also, Jared's getting, huh? Well, that was Are the drama. Jensen's the narrator of the show, but Jared yeah. did not get asked to come back to the project at all. And there was all that drama on Twitter and stuff. But Jared Show Walker got some prequel, so I don't know. I think he's doing uh, fine. So he has his own prequel show. Yeah, it's coming at the same time. Anyways, back to our awards. Yeah. So we have three awards, but we only give, give out one. one. Based on yeah. how we like the movie. And you might ask, mm-hmm. why do we do that? And the answer is because we can. It just happened, okay? This isn't... Uh, it's our podcast, and we can make up the rules however <laughs> we want, like we said earlier in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. so obviously, I mean, I sure hope y'all are giving it a Jensen. A Jensen? Oh, sorry. I mean, a, Jared. <laughs> a what? A sorry. what? I'm, I'm doing some cross stitching and I got really zoned in <laughs> on something. I meant a Jared. A Jared, yeah. 
Who are you giving it to, though? Henry. Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff. I'm pretty conflicted between the two. Honestly, it's it's a hard decision. I think I'm going to go for my boy Boris in this one. I love his, like, he doesn't say lions, but his, like, I understand every ounce of emotion his character is feeling, and I think that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. But the Henry guy is also really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just for that one scene, that one, um, like, coming to life scene. Yeah, the it's alive part. Yeah. Absolutely iconic. Like Colin Clive as Henry Frankenstein. Ever will be, like, remembered delivery. So good. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, villain villain ranking? Rank- ranking. Who's the villain? No, I don't. Are we saying the monster? Because well, it is. The I monster. thought we did villain and monster. Ranking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let me see here. I gotta find my fucking list. I should really pin this Cause- list. You know, as Tipsy Terror has evolved, we also realize, you know, sometimes the monster isn't really the villain. Yeah. All right, I can start. I have him at a cool number one. (laughs) I love this guy. I think he's great. I think Boris Karloff does an awesome Frankenstein. It's such a visually iconic um, performance, and I just love, love him. I think he's great. I can say that I also have him at a cool number one he's like he's iconic how am i not gonna put like this guy as my number one like i've committed my whole body to him not my whole body part of my body to him you know what i mean like he's just like a fave um he's number two on my list after underneath the cult from house of the devil um but he's great you know iconic as we've mentioned a billion times <laughs> did we times say iconic in this but like you know he's who you think of when you hear frankenstein so yeah great um uh so what are we rating it out of uh lightning bolts torches um, ooh torches kittens kittens <laughs> flowers kittens um abnormal brains (laughs) yes that one yeah abnormal brains let's do it okay Uh, i can go easily uh straight up 10 uh 10 out of 10 um this is one of my favorite movies in the whole wide world i love this movie i never say no to watching it i think it's beautiful and there's a lot wrong in terms of uh honoring its source material but i don't care they he did a great job making a new one yep are you just is that yep an agreement yeah. on the radio? expand? Um well Molly, do you wanna go? Yeah, ten. It's great. It's a perfect ten abnormal brains. Great fucking movie. One of the blueprints is so good. I I can't keep saying it's so good enough, you know? Yeah. Plus, like again, we said it so many times, the set design absolutely goes. Um, yeah, I'll give it a ten. 10 out of 10 Frankenstein. It's it's great. The set design is great. We've mentioned all of the great things about it. Um, and it's also like short and entertaining. And um, it's just good. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, that's Frankenstein. So recommendations? Um, um, God. Uh, obviously the book. 
uh, Mary Shelley's book, Frankenstein, the modern Prometheus. Modern Prometheus. <gasps> um, oh, thank you. Thanks, Harish, for saying it. Sam, I like it when you say it too, but something about when Harish says it, it makes me laugh real hard. Oh, uh, it's because, like, you can tell you can tell he enjoys saying it, but also feels labored like he has to. No. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, the book. The book is one of like one of the greatest things, in my opinion, the greatest book ever. And I love, 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 love that book. Um, and then I wanted to. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but Junji Ito's Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the most faithful adaptations I've ever seen of the book. Um, and the art is obviously gorgeous because everything Junji Ito has ever made is gorgeous. It's so good. Yeah. Um, actually, in terms of movies, I don't have a lot. This is the only Frankenstein movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've seen movies where, like... Uh, well, I've seen movies where, like, it's a modern Prometheus-type movie, yeah. obviously, but I've never seen, like, a Frankenstein, another Frankenstein's monster movie, except for the Thomas Edison OG guy. But um, Yeah, well, we'll watch more this month. Yeah, but in terms of Frankenstein-like movies, I always talk about Transcendence, but I don't know if that's actually good, but I remember mm. liking it. Um, Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, Some more might come to me, but you guys can do some more. Um, Do you, do you want to go? Yeah, um, I just have one recommendation because I'm sure I'll recommend more specific media mm-hmm. by the end. Yeah. There's this um, really great um, essay called Here Comes the Bride, Wedding, Gender, and Race and Bride of Frankenstein by Elizabeth Young um, that talks about Bride of Frankenstein specifically. Um, that's the essay that I had to do for my class. And it's just, it's really interesting. It brings up a lot. Um of good points i sent it to harish on group me if you guys oh, cool. are yeah me. i can put Amazing. it on the i can put it on the um description um, but yeah it's a cool read even though it's about bride of frankenstein specifically like if you're talking about like the frankenstein story as a whole like it is relevant and um yeah james whale directed both films so and bride of frankenstein is a great recommendation it. too yeah 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 bride of frankenstein I'll, yeah hands down um um yeah that's all i got uh i'm gonna recommend paranorman because <laughs> of <gasps> the mob at the end what about also the only connection frankenweenie i've never seen frankenweenie Frank but... yeah that's also Frank like an adaptation of frankenstein i think um mm-hmm. but i haven't seen it either uh um ex machina <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Frankenstein's actually, like, I mean, the idea of the modern Prometheus um, is in a lot of stuff. But, like, in terms of, like, Frankenstein's monster, like, it's really only used when you're doing Frankenstein. You know, you don't see a lot of other iteration. You know, with Dracula, it's like, oh, there's a billion other vampire stuff. But, like, there's not really other versions of this. Yeah. But it's, it's, this is great just like it is. Hey, uh, the cat. That's okay. Um, cool. Well, anything else? Well, let's wrap this baby up. <laughs> um, you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. You can get me at save our shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference on everything. And you can find me on Letterboxd at Midsummer Queen and on Twitter at Shane Saw Molly. <laughs> and you can follow the show at. Um, tipsy terror on twitter tipsy terror pod at gmail.com if you want to email us um 
tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rep, tipsyterror.wtf, tipsyterror.pub. And those have our links. And that's it. Bye. 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 Good news, team. I'm going to have enough thread for this frog.